So over the last few episodes, we've been talking about how to build up the good in your life so that you are prepared when not only false teachings and the world's garbage gets thrown at you, but you know, things just, you just have a tough week. You know, the enemy loves to come at you. It's a fallen world. It's how we deal. And so we talked about prayer. We talked about relationships, uh, but I wanted to go into the third step today, which is about our focus. Where should we be focusing to get us through those tough times? I'm focused, man. We got to have the right focus. We got to have the right. It's, it's so much of, I don't want to, I'm trying to think of a, a number, a large percentage of our moods, of our uh, mental state, of our emotional state, it's due to um, some of the battles that go on between our ears, right? And, you know, I get it. Some people are broken between the ears. I'm not like making fun of you. I think this is, that is another condition of the fallen world that we live in is that, you know, people's emotions are wrecked. There's anxieties. There's, we, we think the wrong things. We, that's, that's why we need Jesus to continue to reconcile these broken things back to the way they should be. And, and we may never totally come to terms with that or, or overcome totally some of these things that we deal with, uh, at least until we are made perfect again uh, in heaven, right? It's just a part, it's the thorn in the side, so to speak. Paul, even the apostle Paul, who did all this amazing stuff in the name of Jesus, easily one of the most influential people uh, outside of Christ or not outside of or underneath Christ uh, in the world when it comes to Christianity. And yet he had something that he asked over and over for God to take away from him, an ailment or some type of, again, thorn in his side that God said, no, my grace is sufficient for you. Um, should give you some perspective here on that. But, um, when it comes to how we can build up the good in our life, a lot of it has to do with what we focus on, what we direct our attention to. I've noticed, for instance, the friends of mine that are cable news junkies, whether that be Fox News or MSNBC or CNN, they it's a lot harder for them to have some sort of chill when it comes to politics, when it comes to the world around them. They are very much shaped by what they spend their attention on, right? And so we got to be very careful what we take in. I know I sound like uh, a, a really conservative Sunday school teacher when I say garbage in, garbage out. Don't be watching them TVs, that Game of Thrones. But but it's it, they always had a point. There was always, a, you know, may, maybe they took some things too far, but what you allow in, what you think about is important and it, it affects you. What you focus on affects your mood. It affects your beliefs. It affects your emotions. And so that's why uh, a transcending focus is so important to us. Sometimes it's very easy. Sometimes, a lot of times it's very easy to get focused on this particular week that you're in, this particular day that you're having, this particular moment in culture or in history that we are experiencing, which has been tumultuous at best over the past couple of years, but having a focus that goes above and beyond this is one of the main ways that we don't just totally lose our minds and go into a deep pit. You know what I mean? Um, 
you know, in Jude, again, this was this this whole sermon that I preached on Sunday was in response to some of these false teachings, these lies that the enemy loves to tell us. We have to make sure that we are, as as uh, as the book of Jude says, uh, patiently awaiting the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, there's parts of those verses in Ephesians and Galatians and that, that says, hey, focus on the things above. Focus on the bigger picture. And if you don't, you then you're going to miss out, right? You're going to be overwhelmed by the, the moment and you're going to miss out on the, the eternal blessings and the eternal uh, perspective that we have, Um Ephesians 1 says, having the, the eyes of your heart enlightened so that you may know what is the hope to which you have been called. If you're a Christian, if you have put your, if you've had a moment, not saying if you went to church this week, but if you're a Christian, if you've had a moment of surrender to Jesus, where you said, I need forgiveness, you are the only way, and you gave your life to Jesus, then your hope is the riches of God, of Jesus's glorious inheritance. I'm going to talk about money talking about a spiritual inheritance. Ephesians 2, 4 says God is rich in mercy. but And so he's given that to us and, and given us a happy ending, whether we can see it right now or not. And so one of the, how do we do that though? I can talk about, you know, that we need to focus. We need to put our eye, you know, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. That's in the Bible. Look it up, right? That we need to be Throughout our days, we need to be keeping the eye of our heart, the eye of our mind. I know we have to focus on work tasks. I know we need to deal with people. I know we can't just sit there and hum, hum, and put on like a monk or something, right? We got lives to live. But as we live our lives, we have to keep one foot in eternity. We have to keep one eye on the author, the perfecter of our faith, our salvation. Because when we do that, that levels us. That sustains us, right? And that that inspires us and motivates us to actually do the right thing. So how do you do that? Well, a couple practical tips for you today. Uh, one of the things is how you start your day affects the rest of it going forward, right? If you if you have if you hit snooze on your alarm so much to where you're running behind and you can't get things done and you rush through everything, you're going to start the day behind and stressed and tense. Right. So getting up earlier than you need to taking time to start your day off in prayer. If you have time to start your day off in some scripture, doesn't even have to be an hour's worth of deep Bible study. Take a few minutes and re read some of the Bible to, to focus yourself. Right. How you start your day is a big deal. Um, and, and even if you can't do that, take some time later on during the day to do that. Um, also, you got to find these ways to to center yourself back on that, whether that means setting reminders on your phone, whether that means carving out time in your day on lunch. How about when you take lunch, don't sit there and stare at YouTube for an hour, but why don't you have a list of, of spiritually enriching things that you can do that help you focus on Jesus? I'm not just talking about reading the Bible, but hey, if you haven't read your Bible, read your Bible on lunch or take time to like we were talking about yesterday, pursue some relationships, take somebody else out to lunch that encourages your soul. Right. Um, also it's important to guard your schedule. It's really easy for our weeknights to fill up, especially you parents that have kids doing stuff, but even single folks have a tendency to fill their time with stupid stuff, 
making sure that you have time to focus on God and do the things that he's called you to do. Find those activities that enrich your soul and help you to worship and and guarding those from uh, the busyness of the world around us. That helps you focus. And also making sure that you are guarding what comes in. So that means if you can't watch a lot of, of, of cable news without you know getting distracted and getting stressed and um, and and losing your focus, don't do it. If you can't watch certain shows, you know change the intake of of what's coming in. They say the eyes are the window to the soul. That's not in the Bible. It's just a saying. But you know a lot of times what you take in with your attention is going to um, affect your mood. It's going to affect your well-being the rest of the day. I know that seems pretty simple, but it's just I wanted to just take a time, take some time today to remind you about that, to zealously guard those those habits and activities in your life that feed your soul and push you closer to God, right? So do those things, cut and get rid of the things that drag you away from him and help put your eyes on Jesus because he will get you through whatever situation you're facing. If you have any questions, amenben.com. We'll see you more next time.